Welcome to the Soulful CEO Podcast. This is a show that empowers, educates, and celebrates the women who are tired of playing it small, who are ready to build aligned, profitable, impactful businesses and freedom-filled lives. Every month, we will be diving into all of the strategy, mindset, and energetic work that you need in order to leave behind all of the old paradigms that you may have been taught about how a business should be run and step into your highest potential. I'm your host, Katie Stewart, and I'm here to help you create a life and business better than your wildest dreams. Let's jump right in. Welcome to the Soulful CEO podcast. Today, we are lucky enough to have the lovely Danielle Hatton joining us. Hi, Danielle. Hi, so excited to be here. Uh, Danielle has been a client and a friend and just someone who I really, really, really look up to. Um, She is such an amazing energy and just such a powerhouse of a woman um, within the coaching space. And I am just so honored to know her and to have her here today. Um, so let's go ahead and just jump right in, Danielle, introduce yourself. What do you do? What's your magic? Who do you serve? Tell us a little bit about you. Mm, Well, first of all, I'm receiving that beautiful compliment. Thank you so much. I feel honored to be one of your clients and to be a friend and to, yeah, share inspiration with you and be of service. So thank you for having me here and I'm excited to talk so my work I is always evolving and changing and is yeah comes in and out of different identities but at this moment what's feeling most alive to me is coaching women on finding what it is they truly desire to do and having the courage in pursuing that and so I support women in finding out clarity and these puzzle pieces of life, right? And really just owning what it is that they want, bringing approval and acceptance to that and letting it be right. And it's the most juiciest, fun thing ever. And we talk about all different types of topics in relationships, in career, in business, in just general life. And yeah, so I do that in coaching and I also teach breath work. So I bring that into my work, in my coaching work and just in classes too. Oh my God. Amazing. So obviously you serve women, you know, throughout many different kind of facets of their life. It's not just around business. Um, but what we are going to be focusing kind of our conversation here today around is, um, getting clarity on your desires around your business, which as we know, as business owners, we go into business for ourselves and we don't expect it to be the thing. It's so different from working a nine to five because we don't expect it to be the thing that's going to like crack us wide open and change the entire reality in which we live. But it does. It's so different from going to like going to work at a nine to five and then you have your life outside of it. It's like everything is tied together. So let's chat a little bit because if you've been kind of in my world or in my space for any amount of time, you'll often hear me saying the phrase, like your desires are your roadmap. The desires of your heart were meant for you. If it's in you, it's for you. And, you know, I really think that this, 
focusing on desires when you're a business owner is twofold. Number one, we have to really think about our desires inside of our business, right? So like, who do you desire to serve? What is the transformation you desire to put out into the world? What's your purpose within your business? But also, how do you want to run your business? Because there's a lot of conditioning around this. So let's unpack this. Speak on this a little bit, Danielle, like clarity about running your business your way. Yes. Well, I love this because I just believe that we're meant to do things in our own unique way. And when we give ourselves approval to do it the way that feels right, we usually thrive in a way more sense, right? We're not then feeling tired and lethargic and run down. And so what's happened is that we've been taught and we've seen different people's roadmaps of success. So you might look at Katie's roadmap of success. She did this, 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 and this, and then she got to where she is. Or you take a look at, you know, how Nike was built or a big brand was built or someone, you know, built their company or their role in their job and how they do things. And you think, okay, well, they're successful. So in order for me to be successful, I need to do what they did. Mm -hmm. And then what we tend to do is we go and we try that and it doesn't feel good to us. It doesn't fit right for us. And we don't get the success that they've had. And usually that is clear evidence that you're not following your own unique path, your own unique way of doing. And so if you can be aware of that and see that you're, you know, you're, you may be following somebody else's route of success and not your own, then you can bring in curiosity, curiosity to like, how do I wish to do this? Like what would feel right for me and how can I bring my own unique desire and my own unique way of being and doing and energy into this project, into this business, into this role, and let that be the right way for me to do it. Um, yeah. Does that, does that kind of answer that a little bit? Yes, absolutely. And Danielle, I know this is, this is absolutely why, like, you and I found each other because <laughs> this is the way that I coach too, right? Like I'm here to tell you all of the things that I did in the ways in which I did them, but I'm here to hold you in your own power, right? Like how disempowering to not trust ourselves enough to follow the thing that feels right for us and to feel like somebody else always has the right answer. I feel like that's something that's super programmed, especially into women. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're always looking outside of ourselves of like, do you think that I can do it this way? What do you think about this? And actually underneath all of that is what we're looking for is approval. So we usually have the answer and the way that we wish to do things, but we're seeking validation from outside of ourselves by thinking that they'll tell us that that's okay to do it or they'll tell us the way that they did it. Like I think about... Um, you know, even with friends or with family, I'll see somebody doing something successfully and I'll be like, oh, well, if they can just give me the golden ticket of like how they've done it and I'll just do that and then I can have that same success. And it doesn't always work like that. And that doesn't mean that other people don't have valid information and education to give you, right? I think that that's a misconception in intuition sometimes is that we just have all of the unanswers and we don't need any holding or support or guiding mm -hmm. or education. And But it's knowing when to take somebody's advice and when not to, and when to lead into your own advice and listening to that, that deep feeling interview that's telling you like that sounds great for them but for me I'm just being called to do it this way and I'm going to trust and lean into that and let that be right for me 
And absolutely, like one of the reasons why I decided to work with you, Katie, was that I didn't feel like you were going to try and force anything upon me, which would have felt out of alignment or just wouldn't have been in my persona anyway to have been led that way. And more so you just tend to approve of the ways of doing and then give, you know, education around, have you thought about maybe this type of where, have you thought about this type of where, how does that feel for you? Which one feels right for you? So I really, really appreciate and um, yeah, I'm grateful for that. That's amazing. And that's why we're such a good match. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I think too, and this is going to be something that is maybe a little bit of an unpopular opinion within the coaching industry, but you know, that's the reason I don't give DM scripts. That's the reason I don't give sales page plug and play copy. That's the reason I don't give like, you know, the 10 step plan that you have to follow with the checklist because it's so we, you know, so many coaches use that as a marketing tactic because it seems easy where, you know, the actual work is, and let's talk a little bit about this because this is important. The actual work is gaining the confidence in yourself gaining the self-trust and deeply leaning into your own self-worth to be a responsible consumer, a responsible buyer, a responsible, um, you know, person who, who is choosing to learn from a coach or a program or a container. It's your job to be responsible in choosing the right person, number one, um, and really making sure that the person you're choosing from is going to honor your self-worth, honor and, and um, promote your own sense of confidence and allow you to be in your power rather than giving you all of these disempowering steps and saying like, this is the way, this is the only way you have to do it this way. And all through school, our whole lives, that's how we're taught, right? You like, you listen to the teacher, you do the thing. And so mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about like self-confidence, self-trust, mm-hmm. self-worth, self self-worth and how that, um, if any of you don't know, I've had COVID for like two weeks and my brain feels like mush. Um, (laughs) um, how does all of that play in? Because I feel like that's such a huge piece of this. Yeah. This is one of the most biggest parts of people not being able to trust in themselves is not having the confidence in themselves. And then what we tend to do is we tend to like, you know, purchase a course or hire a coach or, ask for guidance from other people who who we think have our own answers and then we get pulled into other things rather than being like I you know what I know who I am I know what I'm worth I know what I am here to serve I know my mission I know my message and I desire holding and guidance in that versus like let me let them just give me all of the answers and I'll just do that because then you're losing yourself like you're you're trying to be somebody else versus being yourself so for me it's really important and I've had experiences in the past where I haven't felt confident in myself and I haven't known what it is that I want or who I who I'm here to serve and all of those things and have buyed into programs and courses and coaches and even advice that just isn't relevant to who I am because I thought that somebody else had the secret sauce. And so once I started to build confidence and trust in myself, then I can stand on my own two feet of questioning and being curious. So then you can come into, you know, programs or classes or just your own experience in life with curiosity and questioning, like, does that feel right for me? Does that land with me? Does that fit well with who I am is that the way that I wish to do that can I ask them a question without making them 
right. I think it's a big thing Like we put people on a pedestal, like we put coaches and mentors and teachers on a pedestal of like their way is the right way. And maybe some of it is, but we can come into this with like, okay, so can I just get curious and take what I like and leave the rest and utilize the pieces that feel good for me and the education and the, the tools and the tips and the blueprint that they're giving me that feels good for my nervous system, good for my own mission, good for my desire, good for my way of service and leave the rest and know that that's totally fine. Um, and then when it comes to building confidence in yourself and being able to have that, it really firstly comes from self-acceptance and approval. And that's taking a look at yourself and seeing which parts of myself am I shaming? Am I shaming the way that I do things? Am I shaming the way that my energy runs? Am I shaming the desires that I have? Am I shaming the way that I want to show up in the world or the way that I do show up in the world? And can I bring love? love myself love in that and then when you have that acceptance piece you gain more confidence and when you have more confidence you can begin to trust in yourself more and then the last thing I'll just say on this is that when you build trust in yourself and one of the best ways to build trust in yourself is to do small things small things towards your intuition so if your intuition is pulling you to have pasta for dinner rather than a curry Trust that it's tiny, but it builds, it builds the muscle of following your intuition. And then you have the pastor and you really enjoy it. And that's evidence for you on your intuition is your guidance. Your desire is your guidance. And then you can start to make it bigger and bigger and bigger in whatever way feels comfortable for you. So you're not pushing yourself into like a red zone, but you're trying to expand into an amber zone, which I love to call like your, your edges are being pushed, but not to the path to the point of, you know, this is unsafe for me. You're there and you're able to be present, but you're not, you know, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that feels exciting to me to be in that space. And so then you're following your intuition into place of amber, which is building extreme evidence for you of that worked. That when I trusted that, that showed me that it's safe for me to do that. And Danielle, something that I so love and admire about you is, you know, one of the things I always talk about. And one of the things I always teach is like, um, embodiment, right? Like you are such a beautiful example of embodying all of this. Like I'm going to link Danielle's, I'm going to put all of the links here in the show notes, but you guys definitely need to go follow her on Instagram because she is just every day showing stories of her life. And she like, she's the real deal, walking, talking testimonial of how much beauty and abundance comes into your life when you embody this work, right? Like you don't just teach it, you actually embody it every day and you show it, you show it in really big ways of following your intuition to make big jumps and like do amazing, brave things. And you also follow it in like fun little ways. And I love that. And I love that you show it. And, um, it really is so inspiring and so refreshing to really just see somebody like living their truth and living their message and living their teachings so authentically. That's really beautiful. Mm, Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. I think that embodiment is like the most important thing. There's no point preaching something and then feeling embarrassed internally that you're actually not living your message. Right. I definitely have done that in my early ages of, um, 
I used to be in a network marketing business and there was times when I was preaching something and was not practicing it and it did not feel good for me and it was not of service to anybody. So now it's like me go first, like I go first, I try it on. I actually, this is total side note, but this year, I don't know if I told you this, but this year I am taking like all Wednesdays off from like admin work and I'm doing embodiment days. And so I'm trying like new practices new ways of being putting in the things that I teach my clients into action on Wednesdays it's like my experiment day in my business and so far this year it's been so fun just to try out new things and to really take care of myself and to learn how you know some of my clients are feeling and explore that so that I can be a better coach oh my gosh I love that like what radical responsibility for your business and for your clients that's so beautiful um, something else that was coming up when you were talking, Danielle, and, you know, I hadn't really thought about chatting about this before we hopped on this call, but, you know, something that's really important and something that I've definitely recognized in my own journey towards building my business and investing in hiring coaches and going into programs is that when we put ourselves into a position of simply just following what someone else says, Um, you know, even if we're going into it with this very pure intention of like, like I was always a very good student in school. And so I think we often get this kind of mentality of like, I'm going to be the A freaking plus student in this program. I'm going to do all of the things I'm going to do everything to a Mm -hmm. T and like, you know, that was a lot of the mentality I brought into my business when I first started right before I truly ha- understood and um, had embodied what it meant to be a leader of my own business and to really um, lead myself first powerfully by accepting the things about myself, my own energy levels, the way that I work, listening to myself, trusting myself, right? Like I was in that mentality of like a plus student going to do all the things. And so because of that, I invested in a few programs that were very like, follow, follow, follow. This is the only way. Um, And what I found was success in those programs. But then once they were over, you're left with this feeling of now what? Now what do Mm. I do, right? And so I think one thing that's really important here to remember is guidance and support and expansion and advice from a really trusted mentor, especially one who honors your own power and holds you accountable to showing up as a leader is really um, the way to build a sustainable business, right? Like our goal should always be to help our clients raise their, you know, raise their business themselves, their vibration, their energy, their success, their abundance, whatever to the next level but to be equipping them with the skills, the leadership skills of going first, listening to themselves, following their intuition, knowing that their way can be the right way so that when they leave their time with us or they leave the program, it's sustainable in the long run. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I love that you're, you're saying that and you're bringing attention to that because it's, it's such a big topic and it is a really dangerous thing for a lot of people. I actually, one thing that I came up for me as you're sharing that is, you know, our codependency to mm-hmm. anything in life. And this can show up with inside of the coaching world, with inside of business, inside of this, this space of, I need somebody else to be constantly telling me that it, I'm doing great. Or I need somebody else to constantly be telling me what to do. 
And there is a place for that. Like it always feels good to me when somebody's validating my experience. Like, of course, like it, it's, it's, you know, it, it feels like medicine, right? Yeah. And it's being aware of where am I pulling for this? And where am I attaching myself onto needing to be in a program, in a class with a coach, just to constantly have that validation. And so can you take a step back and balance out your own nervous system, balance out yourself, give yourself that self-acceptance and approval. So then you're not dependent on anybody else. Yes, you can utilize other people's resources, other people's skills, other people's knowledge, education, all of that, their energy, all of it, but you're not dependent on it. You can give it to yourself. And this stems not just in business, but in relationships, you know, in our careers, with our family, like why are we reaching outside of ourselves to have acceptance and approval and validation? And can we learn to give that to ourselves? And that really truly is the powerful the powerful source here. And if your coach is not redirecting you back internally, then there is something off there and that can be kind of cultish, right? It can be kind of a cult-like mentality of like, you need me in order to succeed X, Y, Z. That's not the case. That's not the truth. You should be hiring somebody because you desire to be in their space. You desire to be in their energy because you're choosing it, not because you need them, because you, you want to be there. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say that. And like, I'm just thinking like, even with my clarity calls, you know, like I'll have women, I do these 45 minute calls with people and they'll come onto the call and they're desiring clarity in a certain area of their life. And sometimes they're coming onto the call and they're expecting me to give them the answer. And that's not the case. That's not what the call is about. That's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to bring approval and bring approval to whatever it is that you're desiring, whatever way it is that you're desiring to do something and letting yourself reveal that and be honest about that and then gifting yourself the self-approval in that. So yeah, I love that you brought up that topic. It's very, very important. Yes, super, super important. And right, that's, that's the same thing, right? Like if you were to just give your client the answer, then what do they do the next time, right? Are they going to continue booking clarity calls with you for the next 65 years until they die? Like they have to be able <laughs> to, um, you know, lean on you for that support and um, come to you when they feel they need expansion or approval or to be held. Um, but yeah. our ultimate goal, right, is to, provide them a sustainable way to trust in themselves and get clarity on their own desires and like know that that's okay yeah and also on a legal like standpoint like (laughs) I don't want to be giving anybody a direction to do that's off you know like I would much rather you make the decision and we bring up acceptance and you know maybe some guidance in that like I give reflection of like actually I don't feel like that's your truth or like I don't feel like you're being fully honest here and then they can let me know but ultimately it's on them right to make the decision and that's the most important thing Yes. And I do. I want to come back to that. So let's hold that thought for a second. Um, But I want to talk about clarity around your desires, because we kind of started this conversation talking about, you know, your desires are your roadmap. What does that look like for you inside of your business? As far as like who you want to serve, you know, how you want to run your business, how you want to structure your days. Do you want Wednesdays off? Like, can you just let that be okay? Right? Like it's fine. Um, and then the same thing, you know, outside of our business is why are you, why do you desire to start your own business? Do you want to travel? Do you want to have more time with your family? 
one of my big desires when I started my business was to only work like 20, 25 hours a week. Right. And so we have desires outside of our business. We have desires inside of our business, but what advice or what tips would you give for someone who maybe feels like they know they want to start a business? They're maybe stuck in a nine to five or they're in some kind of a corporate role or um, they're just feeling a little misaligned in their life. And they know they have this desire for something greater as far as their career and their work and their purpose but they don't have clarity. They know that the drive is there. The like the little tickle is there, but they maybe don't have full clarity around what is that desire. Mm-hmm. Okay. So firstly, it's creating space. Like you must create space for yourself to be able to listen. If we're fogging ourselves with noise of what is everybody else doing? She's busy traveling. Maybe that's what I want to do. She's building a business coaching business. Maybe that's what I want to do. She's, you know, doing all these different things. We're getting fogged in our own inner knowing, in our own voice. So we must create space, first of all. Then we must create trust with ourselves. So can we build trust that what comes up for us in our desire, in our questioning is the right thing? that we can't get this wrong, that there is no way of, you know, failing because our intuition knows that that's the lesson that we need to learn next. So even if potentially it doesn't go the way that we thought it was going to do, that's our lesson and our learning. So from that knowing and from that place of trust, you can hear your intuition more clearly and you can let that be the right thing. Mm. Um, Then that should bring you some clarity. If not, next I would say try on different things. Try on what it feels like to be a photographer, try on what it would feel like to be a florist, whatever you feel in call to let that guide you. Because if you're 100% honest with yourself, there is some direction underneath there. There is some dark desire and maybe you're just suppressing it or denying it because you're not in approval of that being able to be the thing that you want to do or be the thing that you can do. So you might be thinking, about being, let's just say, being a florist. And you think that that might take you too long. You need a full education in that. You'd have to go back to university, whatever. And so you're blocking yourself from it being right. Can you just lean into the potential of you being able to do it in this moment? That that's a possibility for you. And can you find ways to to get curious about that desire? and let that lead you and then just lean into any other ways and then the biggest thing is realize which makes you feel most alive whatever makes you feel most alive is the is the source that's your that's your direction that's your truth and we want to live a life right my mission is to pursue a life of aliveness I want to feel alive in my life I don't want to be you know just slugging through day by day I want to feel passionate I want to feel creative I want to feel on on service and that comes when you're pursuing the things that make you feel alive and so when you try on these different things and you trust in your intuition and you trust in that direction and it feels alive to you you've hit the nail on the head that's your that's your decision there yes and actually Danielle as you were talking something else was coming up for me too Um, And this is something we actually talk about a lot in our mastermind is fear of disappointment, right? Like in, and how brave, like you have to put on your big girl pants and just be able to not fear disappointment 
when you're trying out different things, right? Like you were saying, kind of just pursuing the thing you think you're going for. And then maybe that's not quite right. And I feel like so often people are so number one, they don't trust themselves. They don't have confidence. They need somebody else to approve. They think they're not good enough. It's not going to work for me, whatever it might be. And that's the reason they don't follow that desire. But I think also underneath, we have this real fear of like being disappointed or failing, or like, I'm not going to try that because what if I look silly? What are people going to think of me? Like, what if it's not the right thing? Or what if it, what if I fail and then I'll be disappointed? So it's almost like this protect, like protective mechanism we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'd rather, we'd rather know for sure, right? We'd rather know that it's definitely going to work out. We want that full clarity. I always say that clarity is one step. Clarity does not get to be a hundred steps. And so you might be disappointed and maybe that's not the emotion that you need to feel right now. Yeah. And can you not name that wrong? Can you name that right? That's, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's huge. That is huge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So now let's kind of circle back because we were talking a few minutes ago about when you're living your life, um, kind of outside of your desires. And this could be either maybe people think they're following their desires, but they're feeling some sort of misalignment or they're feeling something that's just kind of off, like an unsettled. Um, and I love that you said your goal is to always feel so alive. Um, and for you, that's how, you know, right? Like that's your signal that, you know, you're doing it right. You're following your desires. And so for so many different reasons, right? Societal conditioning, people pleasing, all the things people either think they're living out their desires, but something feels a little off and they're not, they can't put their finger on it or they fully know they're living, you know, they're not following their desires, but they don't even know what their desire is. They're totally off. They're living in misalignment. Like how can we cultivate the self-awareness for people who are listening, who are like, oh, this is resonating what are some things like, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What are some signs that you, you need to maybe find clarity, allow yourself to be, um, open to accepting your own desires? Like, what does that look like when it's off? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say that you usually feel tired a lot. Like you're feeling unenthusiastic about life. Like if your career in the morning, you're not looking forward to going then something probably is off, right? You're feeling tired. Things are draining you. Every activity you do just seems to leak energy. That's a really huge sign that something is not right. The next I would say is like things are not flowing. Um, Maybe the success that you're desiring isn't happening. And maybe that's because some things need to shift and you might need to rework some things around and like change up some things. So a great sign is that things are just not flowing for you. Everything seems to be a catastrophe or like things seem to fall apart or just feel heavy and, and draining to do. And then I would say you feel fogged. So if your clarity feels completely fogged, so if you feel fogged in your own life, and when I say fogged, I think of like having the clearest vision, right? Having the clearest vision ever. You can see everything so perfectly. And then we put a, a layer of fog in front of ourselves. So we can kind of see like that's that's orange and that's a drink and that's a, that's a tree, but it's foggy. And so we can't fully feel the excitement of life. 
And so if you're feeling fogged in your life and unclear, then that's a great sign that things need to shift, that clarity needs to be had, that you need to maybe let go of some things so that you can start bringing back the clear vision in what it is that you want and who you are and what you're here to serve. And the last thing that I would just say is that um, you might be experiencing a lot of resistance, a lot of resistance to doing things that you thought that you wanted to do. And resistance can be a challenging one because sometimes we need to face our resistance and resistance gets to be our best friend and, and is usually, you know, joins us when we're about to do something major and a big breakthrough and we're about to have a big up level, right? We can face resistance when we're launching a program and it feels nerve wracking to be doing it and that that's happening and that it might bring in all of this success for us. And we can also feel resistance when things are out of alignment. Like we're not putting our foot forward in creating it. We're not enjoying the process of it. We're feeling just disconnected from it. And that type of resistance is a great sign that maybe you're overly committing yourself or maybe you're feeling obligated to following through on something that isn't a match for you anymore. And can you give yourself permission to let that go? So those are the signs that I would say that are coming up for me right in this moment on what it would look like if you are out of alignment and need clarity. Yes. Oh my gosh. Perfect. And you know, something to a really big question that I ask my clients often, and this is a good point for self-reflection is like, are you feeling resistance because this is the thing that's actually not right for you. And this is your body's, your intuition, your energies, like signal to you of like, I'm, this is resistance because it's not right. This is out of alignment. Or are you feeling resistance because you're slipping into lack, you're slipping into scarcity, you're slipping into fear around a really big up level that's actually in alignment for you, but you're, you know, your subconscious is really trying its best to keep you safe. And so you're feeling all of this resistance. Your body's like, no, no, like, like return, like take a, take a step back. Too scary, too scary. Like what, you know, really being able to, to differentiate between those two feelings of resistance Um, and what I always tell people to do is like, take a moment to just be like in stillness and in silence and then allow the thought of doing the thing to come kind of in to the front of your mind. And the immediate feeling that you feel is it contraction or expansion and expansion with fear is your green light. Like go ahead. It seems scary and you're feeling resistance, but this is going to be expansive for you. And if it's immediate contraction, then maybe this is your body's signal that like, this is out of alignment and you need to reassess. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, excitement and nervousness, are the same sensation in your body. Yeah. And so it's still like this fuzzy energy. So going back to the actual sensation that's happening in your body, is it, yeah, like you said, like, is it this excitement, this pulling this, you know, joy, or is it depletion and like deprivation and contraction? I love that. I actually just had one other thing that's probably the most important signal (laughs) that you you need clarity and things need to shift come up. I want to share this is that you're numbing out. You're numbing out in every hour of your life. Like you're overscheduling yourself. You're scrolling on social media all the time. You're constantly busy. Like you're just go, go, going. And you, the worst, the, the thought that's the worst for you right now would be to sit in silence. Like that sounds so scary to do because when we do that, right, the, the truth reveals itself. 
And so if you're finding yourself numbing out by being unprest by overscheduling yourself, by getting busy, then that's probably the biggest sign that you need to slow down. And it can be scary. And this is actually where a coach can be really healing for you or a therapist to hold the space for you and let yourself release the tension that's there. It's, it's a, it could be a lot of somatic work to just breathe it out and let the feelings come up that maybe you're denying or suppressing or the truth that you're denying and suppressing. Reveal itself and let it be right and let yourself feel through that. And on the other side of that, the honesty that comes with that, then that's when the clarity is usually re- revealed. Yes. Oh my God. And Danielle, some people live their whole life like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I went through like a major life shift in 2020. I was like ready to get married and like had a wedding plan and was in a really great relationship. And I was really busy and was running a different business. And I wanted to avoid the truth at all costs that none of it was aligned. And so I would literally just be so busy. I'd put on a fake persona. I would like, you know, do everything I could in my control to manipulate an outcome. And then when I actually got honest with myself, it was scary as hell. It was so scary, but the honesty revealed the truth. And then it was my decision, whether I acted upon it or not, or whether I just let it be something that I kept denying. And that was really when like this whole work started for me, because it was like me having the courage to leave the relationship, to end that, to move, to change things, to shift things and follow my intuition and my desire more and now like have the evidence of how fulfilling that can be but I really get the fact that we want to just numb it out we want to deny it we want to shut down that whisper of desire and we want to make it wrong because it can be scary to admit the truth and it can rattle things up it can make things difficult sometimes and so that's your biggest guidance that you need to change things is maybe if you're numbing out a lot and this is going to seem like so dramatic or like sensationalized but it's so true and it's like a thing that I ask myself all the time is like what when you look but when you're dying when you're hopefully I'm like a hundred years old and I've lived this beautiful life and I'm like Mm -hmm. on my deathbed am I gonna look back at my life and be so proud that I was living intentionally and I was following my desire and like the way you said your desire is just to feel alive. Like I, that is my number one wish is like that. I made the choices and I followed my desire and I allowed myself to live a life that served me and served others that didn't feel like I was on autopilot for 75 years, you know? Amen to that. Yeah. And aliveness doesn't, yeah. Aliveness doesn't always mean joy. (laughs) aliveness can feel intense and that's the beauty of it it's like being able to feel the depths of sadness and grief and disappointment and frustration and happiness and celebration and all of the feelings and that's when you feel alive and allowing and accepting those Mm -hmm. feelings yes absolutely amazing okay this has been so (laughs) this has been so juicy okay So I want you to leave all of these beautiful podcast listeners with um, like a takeaway exercise. If there's somebody who's listened to this and they're having some aha moments, a light bulb has gone off and they're like, whoa, maybe there's some areas of my life, whether it's 
in my business, in my lifestyle, in my finances, in my relationships, like wherever, right? Because your work spans across all of those. What is a good takeaway exercise for people who are like, okay, maybe I don't have clarity around my desires. What is a really good kind of quick, easy exercise that someone could do today that would help them to really get clarity around some of those Mm -hmm. desires? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would just say if this is resonating with you and bringing awareness to you, like be kind to yourself because this is, takes a a radical self-responsibility moment to be honest with yourself. So just give yourself credit for even acknowledging that things might not be right and being easy on yourself and knowing that it doesn't all need to shift overnight. This is a evolving journey. And what you can do is, well, I have a couple of things that I can recommend. So firstly, I love to sit in meditation, do some breath work. And then I ask myself, I say, hand on heart, hand on belly, take a deep breath in. And I just say to myself, what would the part of me that does not the answer do? Mm. Ask the part of you that does not, because there is a deep part. And then whatever is revealed in that moment, make it right. Do not question it. Do not, you know, go into why would that be? But what about this? You know, just get curious. Oh, interesting. Interesting that that showed up. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to write that down and maybe do something about it later. Like you don't have to do anything with it right now. I'm just going to feel it out a little bit more and just get curious about what's revealed to you. Another thing that I would say is like, pursue aliveness like if you're if you're desiring clarity and shifts in your life just start doing more aligned things that bring you joy so if something is like I love baking and whenever I'm baking I feel thrilled I feel so good about myself it's like my space it's like a meditation practice for me I love the creation of it and I just feel in flow with my body I used to when I was a little girl and I think it brings back that energy for me And whenever I'm baking, I have like my best ideas or my, you know, downloads of wisdom or guidance for my life or reminders that I need come through to me. And so don't make it about you needing to do the most spiritual practice there is out there. Can you just do something that brings joy into your life and that makes you feel good? And in those moments, let things come through to you, let guidance come through to you. And then I wanted to just leave you with this tip of if you do have a decision to make, One of my favorite things to do is flip a coin. And this sounds so basic, but what we do is, I don't know if anyone else did this growing up, but my parents would always be like, flip a coin and you'll get your answer. And, you know, we'd have whatever it was that we were having for dinner that night. And that would be revealed to us through the flip of the coin. And what I recommend is don't go by the answer on the coin, go by the answer of the feeling that comes from the answer on the coin. Mm-hmm. So like if you flip the coin and it lands on tails and you feel disappointed, your answer is heads, right? Your answer is not tails. Don't take that as a sign take that as a feeling sign that you really wanted to do heads. And that to me is like one of the easiest ways for me to feel into what I desire to do and give myself clarity and direction is through feeling and yeah it's so easy just flip a coin see what it lands on see what the feeling is and let the feeling be your guidance so simple and so powerful so simple (laughs) I love it oh my gosh Danielle this has been 
an absolute joy to have you today. I am just so honored that you took the time to be here. And I would love for you to just close out by maybe letting people know, I'm going to link all of this in the show notes as well. So, um, you know, for anybody that this was really speaking to, who is like, you can feel it in your heart. Like I need to work with Danielle. Um, I'm going to link all of that in the show notes. She is such a powerful coach and mentor, and I'm just so honored to know her. And so Danielle, maybe if you could just share a little bit about where people can find you, what programs or offers you currently have open um, for the women who are feeling drawn to working with you. Yes. Amazing. Um, well, thank you so much for having me. Like this has been so fun. And anytime I get to talk about desire and clarity and pursuing what it is that you really want is always an honor for me. Um, everyone can follow me on Instagram. That's the best place to get all updates on what I'm doing. My work is fueled by desire so I'm often shifting things and moving things around in my business depending on what feels right for me and I am always doing one-on-one coaching most of the time I have that availability and space is announced on my social so you can check that out and then I also do clarity calls which is what I mentioned earlier it's a one-off call one-on-one that we do and you can bring any question or clarity that you're craving to the call and we work through it we process through it whether that's through breath work through question through desire pulling different practices that I utilize in my coaching business then depending on the topic or what I feel into is right for the call and the question, then we work through that together. So yeah, that's where you can find me. And I also have an emailing list where you can find out about all of my offerings that are upcoming. And thank you again so much for having me. Yes. Amazing. And I also wanted to mention too, um, for everyone, Danielle's Instagram is an amazing, um, source to go. Like I know she has tons of live trainings, live meditate or like uh, meditations that are recorded on her Instagram live. And so um, if you're also just craving a little bit of her free content, she has an amazing library built out there. Like you definitely want to go check it out. Um, oh my God. And I also have a podcast. <laughs> she has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I will link it as well in the show notes. It is also amazing. Um, she's just really, really good at putting out really beautiful and, um, really like action oriented and transformational free resources. She's just like me. It's like no fluff, no bullshit. Like the free resources actually gets you a transformation. So there's a lot of that on her podcast, tons of that on her Instagram. You definitely want to check it out. Mm, Thank you so much. This was such a fun, fun little convo and I'm receiving all of your love. I'm feeling so full and just, yeah. Yeah, full from this conversation. So thank you for filling me up and thank you for being an amazing coach and friend and cheerleader. I really appreciate it. Danielle, so, so lucky to know you and to have you in my world. And um, so just thankful that you were here to share your wisdom and all of the love you have on our podcast today. I appreciate it. We'll chat soon. Bye. Bye. If you love this podcast and you want to support both me and the Soulful CEO, it would mean the absolute world if you could drop in, leave a rating, leave a review, and share a screenshot of this podcast to your Instagram stories. Not only would that absolutely make my day, 
but it would also get the word out about the podcast to anyone who you think might need to hear it. So thank you so, so much for listening. I am so grateful you are here.